You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Sports Grid Network, episode number 418. It is the 418th convening of the Stats Over Beat Cypher, where we help you win your leagues and win that Cash, we got a good show for you on a Monday like we always do. Here's what we're going to do, all right? I'm going to get you ready to look back at week 11, mine for all the nuggets, what it means, what I got right, what I got wrong, if you still need to hit the waiver wire, right? And then, of course... We will preview Monday Night Football. I got a couple of leans. We have some very interesting results in the Stats Over Beats League uh, that I I guess I will share. Um, And uh, we have some intriguing Game of Inches nominees already. All right, so we got a lot of stuff to get into, um, and we will do so, of course. I also got a poll question up. And my poll question, because, you know, last week and this week, we started to see that graphic for the playoff picture. You know what I mean? Like, who's the division leaders? Who are the current wild cards? And then you always see that, like, in the hunt, right? And they list, like, you know, three or four teams there that are right behind the second wild card. So I want to know, which of those teams that are, quote-unquote, in the hunt, do you have the most faith in? Is it the 5-5 five and five Steelers? Right? Is it the 5-5 five and five Titans? In the NFC, could it be the 6-4 and four Rams, even though they are now two games back of, you know, Seattle and Minnesota, who already have eight wins? Or the 5-5 five and five Eagles, who are even behind the Rams in the NFC, but they have a path still as the NFC East Division champion, potentially. I know right now there is a tie for the second wild card spot in the AFC between the Raiders and, like, you know, whoever you consider not the division lead in the AFC South, whether that be the Houston Texans or the Indianapolis Colts, both of them. I believe, sitting at six wins. So I kind of want to know, what do you think? Do you think any of them will kind of get it right and get going, um, you know, to kind of really make a run here in the playoffs? All right, we got a lot of news and notes to get to. We usually start with the injury updates, right? So I want to give you the injury updates. Here are the names you are going to need to be paying attention to throughout this week as we get on in to week 12. First of all, Marlon Mack, it looks like he fractured his hand, people. All right, they're saying it's not season-ending, but when they right off the bat say it's not season-ending, guess what? He ain't coming back next week either, okay? And I do believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe they even play Thursday night football next week, okay? They play very, very soon. They do, in fact, they're at Houston in a mere three days, so we ain't going to be seeing Marlon Mack. I'll tell you how to adjust for that, uh, when we talk about the waiver wires, uh, Manny Sanders reaggravated his ribs. And here's the thing. Just like remember Adam Thielen when he was going to give it a go and then realized after like a quarter that he couldn't do it. And since then, they've taken a step back and they've held him out of the last what one or two games. I do think he'll be back after the bye. 
this week for Minnesota. But that could be the path of Manny Sanders as well. You know, you try to give it a go, then you realize you're not ready or you're not up. They may take a little bit extra time for him to uh, make sure he's ready. Remember, that is a huge piece now of the new San Francisco offense. Auden Tate got banged up with a head and neck injury. Keep an eye out on him. Although, do you really want any Cincinnati Bengal at this point? Probably not because they are blunt guts trash. Philip Dorsett with a head injury as well there in New England. Listen, Nikhil Harry back, right? So just keep an eye on Philip Dorsett. I don't know how viable he is anyway, given the options that are now there. You know, Harry back, they got Sanu, and uh, maybe some others we'll talk about as well. And then the big one to me is Mitchell Trubisky. All right, he's got a hip issue, or so they say. What I asked Joe Ranieri this morning on Make It Rain was, uh, is the hip Connected to the ego, because I think he's got a bruised one of those, all right? And I don't know if this hit point is sure. Maybe he's dealing with something, but, uh, you know, this could also be giving him a little bit of cover, a little bit of an excuse. Remember how I say sometimes for people, the injuries are cover for other things. There's a lot of things swirling around Mitchell Trubisky, all right? Next week, week 12, will be the last week of buys in the NFL season, okay? The last time you got to get through it, and there's some good teams here, Minnesota, Arizona, Kansas City, and the Chargers. Remember, KC and the Chargers are playing technically an international game uh, tonight in about an hour down in Mexico City, so they get the bye afterwards. Minnesota and Arizona, those are also, you know, there's some fantasy goodness in there. So if you have Diggs or Dalvin Cook, right, or uh, Christian Kirk or Kenyon Drake or some others, Obviously, in Kansas City and the Chargers as well. There's some fantasy goodness, so keep an eye out on that. Um, We're going to try to find out if Jordan Howard makes it back this week. Uh, George Kittle makes it back this week. Matt Breida would make it back this week. But there's one more announcement. uh, Excuse me, but there's one more injury that I think is really important. It didn't happen on an NFL field. It happened on Saturday on a college football field. Tua goes down season-ending injury for what many people believed was the presumed number one overall pick. So if you were tanking for Tua, uh, now you got to blow for Joe Burrow or you got to you know do something for Justin Herbert because I don't know if you still want Tua. They are saying this is the injury Bo Jackson had, all right? And that is very, very serious. So, you know, it really sucks for a guy like Tua, but, you know, I digress. And then there is one more announcement, that took place today. A guy at least plugged that he's going to make an announcement. Danny, play the audio. Okay. Danny's working to play the audio. Play the audio whenever you can, Danny. It is about a player or a former player that is going to make a big announcement tomorrow. Now, what might that announcement be when you hear the player He might get you going. Danny, have I stalled for enough time? Play the audio. Apparently, we haven't. Apparently, we haven't. All right. Well, when we come back from the other side of the break, we will play the audio. But Rob Gronkowski says he has a major announcement that he is going to do on, I believe, Danny, it says on his Instagram Live tomorrow at 9 a.m. What? Could his big announcement be? I'm intrigued. I got to tell you the truth. I think he's just launching a CBD line, but that's just me. In the chat room, let me know what you think, and maybe we'll have the audio when we come back on the other side of the break. Episode 418 of the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on back. Dilly dilly to the crew. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Welcome back. Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Sports Grid Network, episode 418. Yes, I know what next Monday's episode is. Don't worry about it. Try and make something happen. Um, A lot of people in the chat room talking about first week replacement running backs and how sometimes they defecate the mattress, right? Brian Hill being an example. But listen, when we do the waiver wires all the time, I tell you when there's like an obvious one, I give you caution on it. When there was Wayne Gallman and everybody was running to the waiver wire, I was like, nah, I'm not so sure. When it was Ty Johnson and everybody was running to the waiver wire, I was like, nah, I kind of think J.D. McKissick is that dude, right? Um, Now with Brian Hill, like, 
And this is a question of options, okay? And sometimes it is the right move to add them to your roster, but then not start them. Okay, that's also an option. So I agree with the people in the chat room. I don't always, all of a sudden, that's that recency bias. You think, oh, next man up, he must be the guy. You need to think a little bit more critically than that. And Dexter was asking me, Dexter was asking me about uh, Darius Geis and Josh Jacobs rest of the season. I actually think that's a fine tandem for you moving forward. And uh, I told you last week, Dexter, that I was on Darius Geis, that I thought they would give him a look. And we will talk about that a little bit later on. Danny, play the audio. What's up, Grung Nation? I have a big announcement to make. I can't wait to drop it on all y'all this coming Tuesday. It's going to be fun. It's going to be wild. It's going to be a good time. Come check out my Instagram page this Tuesday, 9 a.m. All right. So what do y'all think that is? Danny, get on the mic for a second, brother man. Uh, What do I think it is? It could be... I think it's one of three things, okay? Option one, he's coming back to the Patriots. I don't think that's what's happening, and my reason for this is very simple. Um, If you are, I don't care if, you know, Kraft and Brady are lobbying for it. I don't care. If he was coming back to the NFL, he would need to put on 30 pounds, like now, and we haven't seen that, so I don't think he's coming back. A lot of people in the chat room are saying he's training to become a WWE wrestler. That's possible. That's possible. But if that was the case, would Gronk release the information or would the WWE release that information in kind of a press release or a a press conference or whatever? I'm not sure. I think he's starting a CBD line. I think he's starting a CBD line or a party cruise or something that is very Gronk brand. Okay, and I think it's his own new business interest. I don't think he's coming back into New England. But in the chat room, let me know what you think. I've seen everything from the Patriots to WWE to the CBD line and others. But anyway, let's um, let's talk about my biggest takeaways from week 11 as we move on. We'll talk takeaways. We'll talk what I got right. We'll talk what I got wrong. Then later on in the show, we'll spin it forward to week 12 for what you need to know about the waiver wire. First of all, the officiating in San Francisco, Arizona was ridiculous to me. First of all, how do they not replay that last play of the game? That like some people are definitely going to have game of inches, right? Because you get the extra San Francisco touchdown. I was facing the 49ers defense in a couple of leagues. I own the 49ers defense in a couple of leagues. So, but what I don't get is like, aren't all scoring plays reviewed? Like, don't they have to review that? And if you did, you would clearly see that a guy like kicked the ball or like, Passed the ball 20 yards downfield when they were going in the scrum. It's very crazy to me. And I don't know why there was no extra point after that with no time left. You know, I understand if it's overtime, but that was interesting. I think it was a very interesting given the fact that the point spread was like 9.5, 10, 10.5, 11, and then that made it be exactly 10. Whew. I know some people were kicking themselves. If you lost a ticket or a parlay or something like that, that could be a hashtag game of inches. Send it to your boy. Also, here's what I don't understand, though, the other part, and maybe you didn't see this. In a week where there were some dramatic pass interferences that were replayed, reviewed, and then not given, the one on DeAndre Hopkins, to be quite honest, is one that sticks in my mind. The fact that they reviewed and then overturned a call on the field to grant pass interference against Richard Sherman, I think it was on Christian Kirk down the sidelines in the end zone in the first quarter, is weird to me. I was starting to accept 
that while you have this replay, they ain't going to change anything, right? That's what I thought it was going to, how it goes down. But if you're going to pick and choose and actually are going to overturn some, this is a big time problem because coaches just don't know what they're working with. And I think that is, in fact, an issue. We also haven't spoken since the Thursday fight. I do want to give a little second on that as a takeaway. Listen, Miles Garrett was completely out of control. But I'm on the camp that Mason Rudolph needs to get some games also. All right, the man did try to pull off Miles Garrett's helmet, which was also not a football play. He then, after it was broken up, went into Miles Garrett's face when the offensive linemen were trying to like be peacemakers and protect him. He instigated some things. Now, no, it's not what Miles Garrett did. Miles Garrett was completely over the line. And, you know, he's being held accountable. But I think Mason Rudolph needs to get it a little bit too. And the other thing I'll say, Many people have seen my interview with Lorenzo Neal where that dude was like on something, bro. He was geeked up and was he had excitement, passion. People usually say, I bring the energy. No, no, no. Lorenzo Neal brings the energy. And after that interview, I was saying to my man Joe Ranieri on Make It Rain, I was like, you know, that's the DNA you need to have to be a football player. That's the kind of like maniac you need to be to have a 15-year career in the NFL. So don't get it twisted, okay? We want these Warriors to be like on the edge and geeked up when they're playing. So when something happens like that over the line, don't feign outrage. Don't tell me about assault and all that stuff. Was it over the line? Yes. Is he being suspended now for the rest of the year and what will ultimately be millions of dollars from his pocket? Yes. And then, no, it's not going to go into next year because the NFL doesn't want this hanging over their head going into, like in August of 2020, they don't want this as still part of the narrative. He's going to do his time. He's going to get his games. He's going to shut the hell up. And then the league will move on, okay? I have seen crazy stuff like this before. Stomps on people's faces and melees and brawls, okay? Let's not go too far. Yes, this was outlandish. Hey, he gets his, you know, he gets his penalty, and we move on. That's my thought about it. Also, I got to tell you, the cap workout, listen, this is all a charade. This is all drama. The question is, does, you know, this is all CYA, in my opinion, from the settlement. The NFL had to do exactly what they needed to do, bare minimum. Cap still wants to, you know, do his thing for his PR, whether it's about the release or the cameras or Nike or whatever it is. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If any team wanted to sign him, they could have before this week. They could have invited him in. All right. I told you what would happen, and I still believe this is now. This is the idea about like your third string quarterback up against this guy. If you thought that someone was going to sign him in the next two weeks, you are out of your ever living mind. What this could do is clear the way maybe for a team to put him on a roster in the offseason, see if he can compete. But it's not going to be a team like people are saying the Jets. It's not going to be a team like the Jets that have a quarterback. This is going to be someone that tries to take a chance with him as a bridge quarterback, maybe draft someone as well. But at this point, it's much ado about nothing. The last thing I will say here before we move on to what we got right, what we got wrong, have you noticed the MVP odds have moved? Lamar Jackson now down from plus 260 to plus 150. Now the co-favorite with Russell Wilson. And after that performance yesterday, Deshaun Watson goes from 6-1 to to 10-1. to All right. It's pretty much down to Russ and Lamar. What I did think is interesting, there's a new choice though for fourth, the fourth choice overall. For MVP is now 16 to 1. It's someone we haven't discussed in this vein so far. Dak Prescott. 
And boy, I'll tell you, I got this wrong on Dak Prescott. Remember, I've been saying that Dak is one of these guys that doesn't raise all boats, that he needs everything around him, but he is performing at an MVP level. FanDuel has him as the fourth choice for the NFL MVP award right now. Maybe he is a little bit more than I gave him credit for, and maybe he does deserve that money we'll talk about it a little bit more on the other side of the break if you have questions for me in the chat room hit me up we'll open up the phone lines a little bit later on what we do when we come back on the other side of the break episode 418 we talk what did speeds get right and there was some things i hope you were listening to like dfs lineup prop bets because dane he made some cash this weekend all right so hopefully you did too by tailing me and we will acknowledge what I got wrong. I'm wrong on Dak. Maybe I'm wrong on Jameis. Maybe I'm wrong on another team in that division, the NFC South. We'll talk about it, and then we'll spin it forward and look to the waiver wire. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on Sports Grid, episode 418. Your boy, the spitting statistician, and the stats over beat Cypher. Come on back. Dilly dilly, I got to do some work on this beer. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. 
You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Get your freak on. Get your freak on. Yeah, little Missy. I thought Missy Elliott was one of the people in The Masked Singer. But I was wrong. Let's keep it moving here. Episode 418 of the Fantasy Freestyle. We got a couple of comments in the chat room. Before we get to that, and we will update it all, I got to let you know. Check it out. If you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000, go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID, and you will get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet by. So, for example, if you're playing tonight's game and you're betting the Chiefs laying the points and then the Chiefs win by 17, let's say, over the Chargers and Phillip Rivers, you will get 17 times your stake. That is absolutely bananas. That is pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. In the chat room, Freddie Martinez is talking about Wentz. A lot of people talking about Carson Wentz. Listen, I am okay with riding Carson Wentz still. He had a bad game. A, it was against the New England defense. That will happen, right? And B, I told you, listen, no Alshon Jeffrey, right? But And you wouldn't think about this. No Jordan Howard either. And I remember being on this air last week telling you guys part of the reason I liked the Eagles was because they discovered their run game. I literally called it the left hand against Bill Belichick. When Bill Belichick makes you play left-handed, they would have had a running game. They didn't have that running game. Miles Sanders, Boston Scott couldn't do squadoosh, right? And so that then forces Carson Wentz into a place where I tell you, we don't like them being that volume thrower when everybody knows it. All right, so they didn't have, in my opinion, Jordan Howard, Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, I'd be okay sticking with Carson Wentz. Mr. Burns, I understand what you're saying, okay? And I think, you know, whether it was on prime time or a Sunday afternoon, I know it is a bad look because it was on national TV. Everybody saw it, but I still think the six games is, in fact, enough because they're going to also want to move on and not have this bad look, this cloud over their head come August of 2020 when everybody's excited moving forward. All right. Um, what Speed's got right? I told you guys what I got right. I told you Indianapolis and Jacksonville will be one on the ground. I said, I know it's Jacoby Brissett and Nick Foles coming back. I'm more excited to see these running backs and which running back can perform better. That'll be the winning team. And oh, what do you know? Marlon Mack, and Jonathan Williams, who we'll talk about in a minute, combined for 225 yards. On the flip side, Fournette goes 8 for 23, okay? This is the same point. Just like I mentioned with Philadelphia, teams have to show and prove that they are multiple, that they can do it different ways. The Colts have the ability to win via the pass and via the run. I like that. They showed their offensive line. They showed that with a guy like Jonathan Williams and that offensive line, they are plug and play. It could be Mack. It could be Williams. It don't matter. All right. And by the way, 
Remember when I also said that uh, the Colts have been within seven points every game they've played, and I said that is probably eventually going to change? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They ran the ball well. Brissett didn't have to do jack, and they win by 20. What else did Speeds get right? Pork fried guys. I told you this was going to start to be pork fried guys' time to shine, and he only got 14 fantasy points, okay? 24 yards on the ground but another 45 through the air. So that's 69 scrimmage yards plus the touchdown, right? So that's 12.9. And then if you get the one reception, that's 13.9. You can't be mad with that, getting 14 points out of a guy that hasn't played. But what I told you, and what I was technically right about, and if you listen on Sunday, one of the things I gave out was the Adrian Peterson prop bet under 45 and a half yards. And I said that, A, the Jets' second-ranked deep run defense was strong, and B, Geis was going to get a part of that. Now, AP got about 25 yards, I do believe. But if you add AP's 25 and Geis's 24, you would have been over. I told you, Geis is going to eat into this, and you got to see what you have in Darius Geis. I think his thing, his uh, expectations continue to grow. So, Dexter, when you're talking about you got Brandon Jacobs and Darius Geis rest of the season, I think... You are okay, all right? Listen, the same as I talk about other ascending young running backs, right, as the season goes along. Ronald Jones, Devin Singletary being others, okay? I'm on guys I have been all year, as you guys know. I also, in my DFS lineup last week, in the prop bets I gave out last week, I gave you Josh Jacobs. I said against that Cincinnati run defense, Jacobs was going to be able to do whatever he needed to do. The over his combined yards prop was 108. He went over that by getting a combined 124 yards on 23 carries. Josh Jacobs is now fourth in the NFL with 923 yards on the ground. And he's really third per game because Dalvin Cook, who's ahead of him, hasn't had his bye yet, okay? So that's been over 11 games. And let me tell you something. Oakland is legit in the playoff race right now. That's why I did not use them in the poll because they are technically right now in the playoffs right now, however, just so you guys know, 47% of you say the 6-4 and four Rams are the team you still have the most faith in. I kind of disagree. I would personally, I'd vote the 5-5 five and five Eagles. I think they have a path with the NFC East. And I just said, Howard out, Jeffrey out. I'm still okay with these Eagles. But anyway, we talked about Josh Jacobs. We talked about Darius Geis. I was right on that. Oh, and by the way, if you told me last week on Thursday Night Football, you got paid. The biggest things I put out there was the Nick Chubb prop bet over 79 and a half yards. That hit. And the first half under. By the way, that also hit. I went 3-0 and this week on Patreon. I gave out a four-team teaser this on Sunday morning. So we hit all that. All right? But I got some things wrong as well. And I'm man enough to admit it. I thought Bruce Arians was going to fix Jameis Winston. I really did. I thought Jameis was going to be more conservative with the ball. I thought he would realize that he needed to take care of it a little bit better, but he has not. Okay, four interceptions yesterday for Jameis. One, maybe two of them, you would say, are not like his fault. But I don't know if you saw at the end of the game. At the end of the game, you had Mike Evans like yelling at Jameis Winston. It's starting to go bad there. All right, and I got that wrong. I thought Jameis would evolve and develop a little bit over time because here's the thing. This is the last chance for Jameis. He's on the last year of his rookie deal. He's in the same year as Marcus Mariota. And we know 
there are going to be a number of quarterbacks out there this offseason kind of on a merry-go-round. And Jameis's main goal was to probably be not one of them. But at this point, you really re-sign Jameis to be the guy for you if you're Tampa? Like, I don't. And he had a chance. He had the team behind him. He had Bruce Arians behind him. He has an offensive guy. But he's still, still on pace for 29 interceptions this year, which would be the most in the NFL since, like, Brett Favre in 2005. Eli Manning in his bad year in 2013 only had 27 interceptions. Jameis is now on pace for 29. All right? So I don't care if he's going to... He's also on pace for 4,925 yards. He's on pace for 29 interceptions. So I got that wrong. I thought Bruce Arians was going to get in his ear, you know, spit that good bro talk and be able to quote unquote fix him. And that is not the case. All right. I also, like I said, I may be wrong. Dak Prescott may be better than I've given him credit for. I thought he was one of these tier two quarterbacks who needed everything around him to be perfect. To me now, we may start to have to realize that it is actually Dak raising all boats. Okay. Dak goes 29 of 46, 444 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks. They are truly reconstituting the triplets down there. What if I told you that Dak Prescott right now is QB2 in fantasy? He is behind only Lamar Jackson in terms of fantasy points this year, more than Russell Wilson. More than Deshaun Watson, more than Kyler Murray. And by the way, this is yet another example of why you can wait to draft quarterbacks. We say it every year. Of these guys, Lamar, Dak, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray. Only Russell and Deshaun Watson were really like top 10 quarterbacks going into draft season. Lamar people knew about, but he was not in the top 10 on most draft boards. Dak Prescott? Was not. Kyla Murray, people liked him, but you could have draft you could have gotten him late. You know, so again, you spent the draft capital. If you got Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, that's cool. But if you got like Aaron Rodgers, if you got Matt Ryan, any of these other guys, Patrick Mahomes even, you could have waited for Dak or Lamar or Kyler. Like I say, wait on quarterback. I got Dak wrong. I may have also gotten the Falcons defense wrong. All right. I've been saying that I hopped off them. But since the bye, this Falcons defense is has been legit. They made some coaching changes. And I think that actually matters. They have Raheem uh, Morris now, who used to be, remember, the head coach of Tampa Bay. He's now calling plays there. Listen, in the two weeks since their bye, the Falcons have kept the Saints to nine points in New Orleans. And then yesterday, they keep the Carolina Panthers to three points in Charlotte. And that's no joke, okay? They got five sacks. They got off the field on third down. Carolina was only two of 14 in third down conversions. They may now, the Atlanta Falcons may now be an option for you streaming defenses. And listen, they got Tampa Bay and Jameis and his four interceptions next week. I think the Atlanta defense is a very viable stream. And I'll tell you, they're probably available in your league. All right. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to come back. We're going to take the break. What we're going to do is we are going to look at the waiver wire. 
Then we're going to look at some early game of inches. And then we're going to talk about, you know, the stats over Beats League and Monday Night Football. Because as you guys in the chat room are talking about, I was like in almost last place. And I played a team that was dominant and in first place. And there is a reason why the projections don't mean a damn thing. We'll come back and talk about it on the other side of the break. Episode 418, we talk waiver wire. We talk game of inches. I give you some leans from Monday Night Football. And yeah, Jilly Dilly, I'm sorry. I had to put it on you, girl. I'm sorry. If I needed to get one win, it's against you. Hey, what you gonna do? Come on back. NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Welcome back 
Ya tu sabe. Episode 418. I'm trying to answer people in the chat room right away. We got some other questions in the chat. Yo, Don Vito, you, I, I like what you're doing, bro. And you know about the altitude there. I'm on the prop bet you think I'm on. It's a Gabe Morency special because of where this game is being played. We'll talk about that in a hot second. But I do want to turn the page and look at the waiver wire, okay? Because, listen, some people, if you got banged out and you got week 12, it's, you know, it's getting serious. If you need to win, I got to tell you where to go, okay? So let's look at the running back position. The biggest ad is Jonathan Williams, right, because of that Colts game. And I told you Marlon Mack is going to be out. I told you that offensive line I like and to plug and play. The only thing that gives me concern is uh, you got to watch Jordan Wilkins because he may be back for Thursday, okay? So if you're thinking this is going to be like all Jonathan Williams all to himself, Pump the brakes on that, okay? And you hear the stat, uh, the stats over beat Cypher, the chat room. They're like, ah, Brian Hill defecates the mattress. Ty Johnson defecates the mattress. Wayne Gallman doesn't work. So let's not be so quick, all right? But Jonathan Williams, if you need him, if you're a Mac owner, right? Like, sure, it's viable. Thursday night football, it is this quick turnaround. But I like that offensive line. And we've seen that the Colts can run the ball. So maybe that's plug and play. If you need it, I'm cool with that. Listen, you know the guy I like, though, that could be next man up? Go look in Detroit for Bo Scarborough. This dude was a beast in Alabama. He's only 1% owned. He outsnapped Ty Johnson and J.D. McKissick, right? Here's the thing, though. With Jeff Driscoll as the quarterback, ah, do we really know about this? I think Bo Scarborough has a chance to be a viable, real part of this offense. But if you're de- if you're desperate, that could be a guy. The Monday Night Football trick is viable right now for Shady McCoy, who is owned in 54% of leagues. I'm telling you, they sent Shady McCoy to the doghouse when he fumbled a couple weeks ago in the third quarter. I don't know how long that's going to last. If you just hopped off of him because of that and you see the Damian Williams, yeah, Damian Williams. But check this out. Damian Williams is banged up also. And what happens when Damian Williams fumbles in like two hours? They'll go right back to Shady. I even heard reports that they were like resting, calling him an inactive or a healthy scratch purposely, and that was like part of a plan to keep him fresh. Who knows? But what I will say is don't automatically hop off Shady. You can get him if you want. And wouldn't you like to have the running back of the Kansas City Chiefs if he is, in fact, the guy come week 14, 15 in your fantasy playoffs? Worth the stash, in my opinion. We just talked Darius Geis. Geis is owned in 47% of leagues. He is going to get more and more opportunity. And if you watch that game against the Jets, and I watch some of it because I am a Jets fan, he looks like he has. He's dynamic. He's got some juice. He's got some spunk. All right. They are going to use him. He's only 47% owned. And obviously, listen, Jalen Samuels is out there in a third of leagues as well. You need to grab him regardless of the Connor thing because this is going to be like the fifth week so far this season where James Connor's status is up in the air re-aggravating the injury is always a potential if you can roster Samuels I do it all right let's look to the wide receivers a few to look at the first for me is Debo Samuel Debo Samuel is owned in 54% of leagues which means he's not owned in almost half of them as well if Manny Sanders misses time this is going to be Debo Samuel as the top receiving threat. Obviously, Kittle is involved as well. He's had eight catches, Debo Samuel, each of his last two games. That's something that can continue, especially if no Manny Sanders. He's worth the ad if he's available. He's unowned in 46% of leagues. So is Dev- 
Devontae Parker. That's a guy I definitively like. I like him for real, especially with Preston Williams out, especially with Ryan Fitzpatrick as the quarterback, especially what you think will the game flow be for the Miami Dolphins. All right. And Parker, 10 targets in each of his last two games. That's opportunity. That's volume. I'll sign up for that. Go get yourself Devontae Parker if he's available. And like, you know, you got a Brandon Cooks or a Robert Woods that you don't know about their health or someone else you don't know about their health. All right. I think Devontae Parker is a great ad. Um, there's a guy out there that missed the last five games of his team and his team had a bye, and I think he will return to his role as pretty much the number one receiver for this team. And he's only owned in 40% of leagues. I'm talking about Sterling Shepard of the New York Football Giants. Okay, he's missed five. He's going to be back. It, the time for Darius Slayton, I think, is over. Sterling Shepard coming back. He's only owned in 40% of leagues. He's worth the look to see if he's available and can help you. Also, listen, he's owned in 74% of leagues, but give me Jamison Crowder if available. Listen, all right, he's had a touchdown and over 18 fantasy points in each of his last three games. There is a noticeable difference with him with Sam Darnold back. He is the Sam Darnold security blanket in the slot. Remember the 14 catches in week one? Well, he's done work the last three games as well. So if crowd is available, I like him. At the tight end position, Ryan Griffin with the Jets is only owned in 3% of leagues. He's had 10-plus points in three of his last four games if you're desperate. And remember, a lot of these big-time teams are on bye next week. Kansas City. No Kelsey, the Chargers, no Henry, all right, and others. So, you know, keep an eye out on that. Maybe you lost, say, in Hooper or some, uh, you know, and, and Austin Hooper may not be back, right? Um, you know, if you want to take the flyer on Gronk, anticipating whatever he might say tomorrow, I don't find any harm with that. You know, if he if he does, if he announces a CBD line, eh, you pivot to someone else. These guys are all, like, replacement level, right? Gronk is not. So if you have a chance, hey, it might be worth it. The other guy I'll tell you is uh, Noah Fant in Denver. Only owned in 28% of leagues. He's got 23 targets in his last three games. So that is, uh, that's good volume right there. All right? So we'll talk about that. Um, that's an option for you if, for example... You know, you have Kelsey, let's say, on a bye. You have Hunter Henry on a bye next week. I think Noah Fant is a viable option. We'll do more, most of the game of inches. Um, we'll do most of the game of inches on Thursday. But I do got to show you one because, listen, last week I showed you the Chris Ventura game of inches, right, where it was the Jason Myers and it was the overtime field goal that was just long enough to have him lose by .1. Yeah. Well, I'm in multiple leagues with our guy, the closer, Chris Ventra. And in our staff league, the Pit of Misery League, Danny, show what happened to Ventra this week in this league. Put it up. Ventra now. Nope, not that one. The other one. There you go. Oh, man. This is the same guy, Scott, who I showed you last week, got banged out on the Jason Myers overtime field goal. Now this week, he loses by point three points. Same guy who has zero out of O.J. Howard, okay? Who got, yeah, who had Ronald Jones get a touchdown from Peyton Barber instead. All right, he got lucky. He was facing Connor, who got banged out in, like, the second quarter of that game. But that is rough. Hashtag game of interest back-to-back for Ventra. All right, um... So we don't have a ton of time. And Danny, I do want to talk about Monday Night Football. But people are talking about the Stats Over Beats League. And uh, Danny, I crushed Jilly Dilly. 
I crushed Jilly Dilly this week. And don't get me wrong, Jilly Dilly entered the week at nine and one and in first place. I entered the week at three and seven. Okay. And I started Robert Woods, who was ruled inactive about half an hour before the game. And I had no move. I had no move to make. But I am up 30 on Jilly Dilly. And I still have Hunter Henry and Nicole Hardman tonight. And I'm up 30 on her. So the lesson here, Danny, is that the projections don't mean squadoosh. Because the projections didn't know that out of nowhere, Calvin Ridley would remember Calvin Ridley things on my roster, right? We didn't know that, oh, Darius Geis would come out of nowhere and score a touchdown. I'm sure Jilly Dilly didn't know that Jack Doyle would get squadoosh or Cooper Cup for the second straight week would underperform. So this is not about me tooting my own horn because... Because I'm in 12th place, all right? And Jilly Dilly, I am going to have to PayPal or Venmo Jilly Dilly some money because he is going to wind up in the top two in a playoff team, all right? But even a broken clock is right twice a day, all right? So that is what we see. Hey, Danny, you, however, uh, it looks like you didn't win what could be your like kind of playoff eliminator, huh? Young Kaz took you out? Yeah, he slammed me super early. Yeah. Super, super early in the matchup. I just, I mean, I started everyone I, I possibly could to get like, yeah, I hear you. points. Like, it wasn't even like I just made bad decisions. It was, I just, yeah, like, my players just didn't. Yeah, didn't and these things it. happen. You got to ride the wave. I was talking uh, I was talking to our boy Yang down there in the pit of misery earlier. He's in our pit league, you know, and he's, you know, he's toiling right there in the middle of the league, you know, fighting for a playoff spot. Fighting for a playoff spot with me, by the way. And he was like, yo, I put up a bad week. I had such a bad week. What am I going to do? And I'm like, yo, sometimes you got to just ride it, you know? He had a really bad week. But listen, he has Deshaun Watson as a quarterback. He didn't know Deshaun Watson was going to get sacked seven times and lose a fumble, you know? He didn't know. He got TJ Hawkinson get one catch. He doesn't uh, – Tyler Boyd, one catch. These things, sometimes you got to just ride the wave, you know what I mean? I will say this, though, Danny. Where's Young Kaz at? When was the last time we got a Young Kaz remix, Danny? Yeah, that's weird. Word up. I have not. Uh, young Kaz, if you're listening to me, bro, unless I get a Young Kaz Trap Game Maestro's remix sometime soon, we're going to have to, I don't know, I may have to lock your roster or something like that, bro. You're supposed to be, con- uh, uh, you know, contributing. And what I will say is, you know, I beat Jilly Dilly. There was another matchup, right? Mendo against John G. Hey, Danny, Mendo needs 14 points still. Uh, I mean, John G is down by 14 to Mendo, but he's got Tyreek Hill and Austin Eckler. I think he'll make it up. Yeah. I don't want to say it's it's over. Nah, but, but you I, never know. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, we could have first quarter injuries. You never know. But pretty, yes, I do think good. it looks like Mendo and his Fugazis will stay in the bottom half of the league. I may move up a little bit with my out of nowhere win against the Queen Jilly Dilly. All right, Monday Night Football is about to kick off in, oh, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes. Here's how I see this game, all right? This is last chance saloon for the Chargers. I'll tell you that right now. Do I believe, listen, I believe in both of these offenses. I believe in both of these 
offense's weapons. The thing I do not trust most in this game is the Kansas City defense. But will Phillip Rivers be able to like capitalize on it? I'm not sure. I can see the Chargers. Listen, the Chargers won an arrowhead like on a Thursday night football, I believe it was, last year. These teams are familiar with each other, so I don't know if I'm going to take a side. Here's where I'm going instead, okay? I've been in Mexico City. Big shout-out to my man, El Pinche Gringo, uh, my man Dan DeFossi, who's catering all the sweets, who had events at his spot. I've been to Mexico City. The altitude is real, people. I have, like, tried to chase a taxi, you know, for, like, down a block in Mexico City, and I get, I get you know, winded. It's real. I think these guys are going to be sucking wind in the second half, okay? I also think these field conditions are not the best. I'm taking the under on the game. I got it at 54 and a half. It's now down to 52 and a half, so some people are agreeing with me. There's supposed to be weather, rain, thunderstorms. It's going to be sloppy. That field in a Shakira concert messed it up last year. Mother Nature might mess it up this year. I'm on the under. I've also said with the Chargers, right, that I don't like when Phillip Rivers is a volume thrower. I think it's not good for the Chargers. Guess what? I think Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs offense are going to force Phillip Rivers to be a volume thrower today. So give me Phillip Rivers over 35 and a half attempts. I will take also... I don't mess with this much, but at altitude, that ball flies. I'm going to channel my inner Gabe Morency, and I'm going to bet the long field goal prop today over 46 and a half yards. In the chat room, Don Vito said Harrison Buckner hit one from 71 in pregame warmups. That ball will fly in the thin air. Give me over 46 and a half for the field goal. I'll take yes, Phillip Rivers throws an interception at minus 155. And I like Austin Eckler combined rushing and receiving yards over 57 and a half. I hope you, uh, you know, get a little bit of extra cash by following me on Thursday. We'll talk about week 12. Whee! Only two games left in the fantasy regular season. It's coming down to it. Come on back to win your leagues and win that cash. I'm out. Peace. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Freestyle. Eddie, are you ready? We got a good show for you on a Monday like we always do. Here's what we're going to do, all right? I'm going to get you ready to look back at week 11, mine for all the nuggets, what it means, what I got right, what I got wrong, if you still need to hit the waiver wire, right? And then, of course, we will preview Monday Night Football. I got a couple of leans. We have some very interesting results in the Stats Over Beats League uh, that I, I guess I will share. Um, and uh, we have some intriguing Game of Inches nominees already. All right. So we got a lot of stuff to get into, um, and we will do so, of course. I also got a poll question up. And my poll question, because, you know, last week and this week, we started to see that graphic for the playoff picture. You know what I mean? Like, who's the division leaders? Who are the current wild cards? And then you always see that, like, in the hunt. Right? And they list, like, you know, three or four teams there that are right behind the second wild card. So I want to know, which of those teams that are, quote-unquote, in the hunt, do you have the most faith in? Is it the 5-5 five and five Steelers? Right? Is it the 5-5 five and five Titans? In the NFC, could it be the 6-4 and four Rams, even though they are now two games back of, you know, Seattle and Minnesota, who already have eight wins? Or the 5-5 five and five Eagles, who are even behind the Rams in the NFC, but they have a path still as the NFC East Division champion, potentially. I know right now there is a tie for the second wild card spot in the AFC between the Raiders and, like, you know, whoever you consider not the division lead in the AFC South, whether that be the Houston Texans or the Indianapolis Colts. Both of them, I believe, sitting at six wins. So I kind of want to know, what do you think? Do you think any of them will kind of get it right and get going, um, you know, to kind of really make a run here in the playoffs? All right, we got a lot of news and notes to get to. We usually start with the injury updates, right? So I want to give you the injury updates. Here are the names you are going to need to be paying attention to throughout this week as we get on in to week 12. First of all, Marlon Mack, it looks like he fractured his hand, people. All right, they're saying it's not season-ending, but when they right off the bat say it's not season-ending, guess what? He ain't coming back next week either, okay? And I do believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe they even play Thursday night football next week, okay? They play very, very soon. They do, in fact, they're at Houston in a mere three days, so we ain't going to be seeing Marlon Mack. I'll tell you how to adjust for that uh, when we talk about the waiver wires. Uh, Manny Sanders, 
re-aggravated his ribs. And here's the thing. Just like, remember Adam Thielen when he was going to give it a go and then realized after like a quarter that he couldn't do it? And since then, they've taken a step back and they've held him out of the last, what, one or two games. I do think he'll be back after the bye. Be sure to follow all our... 